Okay, so today, part two, part two of this relationship yes. series we have been in. You ready, honey? I'm ready. Let's do this. The title of, oh, excuse oh. me. It's <laughs> just never know what's gonna happen on a Sunday. Just a little cough. Yeah. <laughs> the title of today but he's is. He's not sick. He's no, not sick. I'm not. No, I'm not at all. Title of today is the breakup. The yes, breakup. The breakup. The breakup. The breakup. All right. Okay, so. These chairs rock, so when you sit in it, all of a sudden you think, oh, I'm about to fall, but you're not. So there's that. We hope not. We hope not. The breakup. I have no idea why I just fell on the floor right there either. I know. Uh, I love that you just, this is not rehearsed. This is family. This is family. Just sharing from our hearts today. We were, uh, we were, we were so excited uh, about today and to have the yeah. opportunity to be with all of you. If you brought your Bibles, you can pull them out. You brought some notes, something to write with or your phone, you can, you can pull that out uh, as well. Hopefully some of the things we're going to be sharing today are really going to impact your heart and your life. Honestly, we believe that God is trying to push all of us forward right. in every single area of our life. And uh, not just in like our romantic relationships, but every relationship yep. uh, that Roommates, we have. Roommates, co Family members, we all need relationship handles. Yes. Yeah, we're so, all in some type of relationship. Exactly. So we're going to be pushing uh, you forward. We got pushed forward as we were working on this uh, this past week. But we were thinking about it, and it's really hard, uh, I know, in my personal life to preach off stupid. Like, when I'm stupid, you can't just preach it off. You kind of got to talk to me and walk me through stupid, right? So it, whenever I'm doing something that doesn't make sense, uh, it, it takes someone going, hey, do you understand? That's stupid. And we're going to have some things today that uh, I think hopefully will be some light bulbs that will go off in our hearts and our minds. And prayerfully, God will be able to expose the things in our hearts and in our lives that might be taking us the wrong direction. Uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 it says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This uh, passage of scripture here is a, is a great one. Uh, it's talking about this great cloud of witnesses. you got to read chapter 11 of Hebrews to know who uh, the writer is talking about here. But there's all these individuals that have gone before us, all these people that have lived lives of faith. And maybe for some of you that's been your grandmother or your mom or your dad or your grandfather. Or maybe you might be the first like generation like follower of Jesus in your family and you're the one kind of starting the new legacy. Uh, no matter where you may be on that journey, understand that there's a cloud of witnesses that are around us. There are a bunch of, bunch of individuals that have gone on before us and have paved the way for us in every single area of our lives. And just like we would celebrate military people that have gone before us and maybe have, have laid down their lives for our freedom, so it is in our faith as well. There are people that have laid down their lives so that you and I would have the freedoms to worship and the freedoms to have the scriptures how we have them and the freedoms to be able to study and have, have the Bible. And this, this great cloud of witnesses is all around us. And because of that, the writer here tells us, throw off every single weight. The word weight here uh, in the Greek means a bulk or mass. 
similar to how some of you guys are when you lift too much. You know, you get real, real, real bulky and real, you kind of like, whoa, you see somebody and it's like, wow, they have seven necks. That kind of, <laughs> that, that kind of bulkiness, that kind of mass. And if you are that type of weightlifter, please be on our security team. We would love to have you. But throw off every... Stacey said kid security. Kid yes, security, yes. yes. Every, every weight that is on us, the extra bulk, the extra mass, and what it says, throw it aside. It means to, to put off, to, to renounce it, to stow it away, to, to take those weights and to get rid of these things. All of these words are trying to paint a picture for us so that you and I will run the race that God has given us, and he wants us to run this race with perseverance, wants us to run this race with endurance, wants us to run this race of life, this race of becoming more of who God has called us to be with perseverance and with patience. We're waiting for God to complete something that he started in all of us, but you and I, you and I keep on putting on so many weights and sometimes sins that keep on holding us down. But we're trying to figure out why in the world would we keep on running with weights when we don't even have to. Yes, life in general is pretty hard regardless. So why add additional weights with the race that you're called to run? I think we have a little girl, her name's Elle, and she's six years old and as cute as ever, but also very strong, very, she's a leader. She's a force to be reckoned with. But sometimes when we're bringing her upstairs to put her to bed, she wants us to carry her. And so carrying her up the steps <laughs> it's she's heavy now and so I am I think about that and I think about her carry so carrying Grayson oh Grayson yeah he's now 11 practically yeah and yeah he's he's full built like a truck yes exactly <laughs> exactly but when I carry her up the steps versus when we just walk up the steps without me carrying her it's night and day and so think about what you're carrying into your relationships with your relationships at work, your relationships with your roommates, your relationships, you know, with your significant other, your relationship with your friends. When you have additional weight, it just makes things heavier than they need to be. And so our prayer today that by the end of this message that we'll be able to identify some of the weights that we're carrying that are just making our relationships harder than they need to. Marriage is hard regardless of a weight. Being single is hard regardless if you have weights or not. Being on a job in an environment that you don't love is difficult enough, but adding additional weights to that, we're talking about lightening our load so that we can stand stronger, we can have a clear perspective. And that way, when someone speaks into our life or challenges us, we're not putting on them something somebody said to us five years ago and adding even more weight. So hopefully we can lighten our load so that we can have clear vision today. Yeah, it's so, so good. We, we wrote it down like this, I can do bad all by myself. I think that's like a Tyler Perry show or something like that. When you have uh, an individual who is adding extra weight to you, but you already have enough things you're dealing with. You already have family drama you're dealing with. You already have work drama you're dealing with. And it's like, why am I inviting your drama into my life when I already have enough drama? I already have enough things that I'm trying to put in order. Why would I willingly invite you into all of this mess? We wanna identify some of these weights and begin uh, to move forward. Uh, we, we were wondering, about this, good weights or bad weights? Honey, you want to, we, we wrestled with this one a whole bunch, okay? We wrestled with this because um, not every single thing that's heavy is bad for you. Some things that are weights that are actually good for you. 
But how do you identify if it's a good weight or if it's a bad weight? Because we have seen people have bad weights, but they thought, well, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better, so I'm supposed to keep this in my life. And we look at them, we go, well, yeah, you might be getting stronger, but we think that's actually not wisdom that you have this in your life. So, so can we get nuanced here for just a second? Can we, can we live in this gray area some? Because there are some things that are really, really easy. Uh, there are like some things that are just sins, right? It's like, hey, if you're married uh, to this person, you don't flirt with this person. You don't go to sleep with this other person. That's called adultery. That, my friend, is a sin. We don't do that. That's black and white. There's some things we don't have to wonder about. If you are uh, verbally abusive, that's black and white. Yeah. Yeah. You, don't have to, you don't have to wrestle with that one. But some there, people don't know that that's black and white. You know what? Some people just, have true. lived with weights their entire lives and have endured abusive, verbally abusive relationships because they actually don't know any better. I remember when I was in college, I was not, um, yes, before I met you, way before I met you. <laughs> Pre-Earl pre instead of BC, you know, BE. And I was in a very unhealthy relationship. You were messed up before me. I was. I was broke down on the side of the road. I didn't know my value Didn't and know. Worth. I mean, thank you, Lord, yeah. for sending me into her life. I just kept... <laughs> thank you. I am no, thankful. That was me. That was me. I was I'm the best but all that to say, you know, I was in college. I had a good head on my shoulders, but I was dealing with things that I did not need to be dealing with. And I was in a very verbally abusive relationship, but I didn't know that I knew. Does that make sense? Like, I thought I was supposed to put up with it. So I don't think it's a no-brainer for people because it wasn't a no-brainer for me. It took someone. It took me going to church. Hello. It took me having someone speak into my life and me say, that person say to me, you don't deserve this. You deserve better. And I'm so thankful for that person's courage and boldness because I thought that that's what I deserved. And I'm so thankful that that person in love spoke into my life, encouraged me, and reminded me that actually God had better for me. And so you do, I say that to say, this is for someone. You do not have to settle. You do not have to endure somebody tearing you down with their words, somebody making you feel less than. That is not what God designed for you to walk in. That is a weight. And it's not something that you have to carry. That is so, so good. Thank you for saying that. So, so let, let, let's break to the practical handles, if you will, on how to determine whether or not something is a good weight or a bad weight. And here are three, three words we want to submit to all of you. First one is scripture. Next one is the spirit. And the third one is surrounded. Scripture, spirit, surrounded. Scripture meaning the Bible. How do I know if something is a good weight or a bad weight? You, if you and I can familiarize ourselves even more with Scripture, what does God say in the Bible? And, and for some of you thinking, wait, the Bible? I don't even ever read this thing. You got to read it. This is God's book to you, to humanity. This is him giving you and I direction on his character and who he is and how he speaks and how he interacts. And it's important, the type of church and the people you're listening to, because some people have taken the Bible and have made it say a whole bunch of things that the Bible doesn't actually say. And you can end up getting a lot of distortion. So you got to be in a great Bible-believing, Christ-centered, Jesus-lifting-up church family and listening to that type of communicator, those types of speakers, so you're pointed the right 
right direction. This is one of those churches. We're not a perfect church, but we're a Bible-believing right. church. We're a church that believes that God's word is inerrant. We're a church that believes that God speaks through the scripture. So that's why we encourage you to read your Bible, to memorize scripture. We encourage you to, we even have some master classes that we're going to be starting up here soon to help you understand how to interpret scripture correctly because there are actually different types of writings in the Bible. Some writing is poetry. Some writing is narrative. Some writing is history. There's all these different types of writings in the Bible so you can understand what is the writer even trying to communicate so I don't distort what is being said. So you don't have to sit in some corner somewhere and figure it out all alone. Yes, go through scripture, but then you also have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that called you and sealed you in the very first place. You cannot even say yes to Jesus without the Holy Spirit. You cannot even, you can't be saved without the Holy Spirit. You, it is the Holy Spirit who, matter of fact, today when we were worshiping and even when you leave this place or you turn off your computer or your phone, it'll be the Holy Spirit that'll be leading you and guiding you into all truth. Every person who is a follower of Jesus Christ has been sealed by the Holy Spirit. This is not just for some spiritual elite. This is for every follower of Jesus Christ. And you and I need to continue to open ourselves up to his leading and his guiding. But he's always going to be confirming what was said in the scriptures. Not contradicting that. But then thirdly, because I've seen some people say the Spirit told them to do some crazy stuff. And you got to be surrounded, and this is what Onika was talking about, with some people that actually understand Scripture, the voice of the Spirit, and they have an authentic love for you. Like they, they have your best interest in mind. They don't have just their best interest in mind. They have his, the Lord's, best interest in mind for you. There are individuals, I, I'm even thinking about, you know, we talked about the Dendies a little bit earlier who moved uh, to California. Wait, that's how many weeks ago now? A couple months ago? A couple months ago. Uh, maybe. And uh, they just got married, uh, Kyle and Chandler, and a beautiful couple, and God's doing great things in them and through them. It's been wonderful to see. He's an entrepreneur, and she's right there by his side. They're building some great businesses, and uh, they had only been, they'd been married just a little bit, had just bought a house here, but they really felt like God was calling them to move to California. It was like quick. I'm talking quick. They were probably, they're watching right now like, yep, it was quick. It was, I mean, it was fast. And they came to us, and they said, hey, we really feel like this is what God is asking us to do, but we have our home here that we just bought, but we just think that this is the step we're supposed to take, and we sat with them, and it's, it's better for us personally if they stay, because we love having them around. They are great for this community, this church family, standing at the door, beautiful couple filled with life and faith and joy. But what was going to be better for the kingdom of God is for them to take that step of faith and to move to California like they did. We're so incredibly proud of them. My point is you need to have some people in your life that aren't just about themselves. They are about so God good. fulfilling his will and his purpose in your life, even if that might not be best for them. Surrounded. Who are you surrounded by right now? Who are the friends that are in your life? 
Who are the people that are speaking into your life? The, the ones that are giving you insight and, and wisdom and direction for your life, do you even want your life to be like theirs? Do you want your marriage to look like their marriage? So good. Do you, do you want your finances to look like their finances? Do you want your business to even look like their business? Do you want their mental, your mental health to even look like their mental health? And if you're getting advice from people and you look around, you're like, oh, my gosh. I don't, even want, I don't want my life to even look like yours. My friends, you and I have to trust God to surround us with the right people so that we can be propelled forward in the destiny that he has for us. This is what we're talking about here in so good, good weights and bad weights. Oh, where's our duffel bag? Where's our duffel bag? Oh, thank you. Oh, very strong. Thank you very much. Okay, this right here. This, uh, this is a nice bag. It, is, it was a gift. It was a gift. Yes, it was a gift. Uh, I don't even know what the W stands for, but it's uh, really nice. It's like this soft leather. Really Supple. Really, supple. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great word. Okay, so this right here. Honey, you want to hold this for a second? Yeah. Just, just kidding. It's really heavy. You got Do it. Do you want me to try? Yeah. Okay. okay. So curl that. The whole time you want me to hold it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this is not planned. I'm just rolling with it. Okay. So no, cur curl real. that. Okay. I don't know if I can curl okay. it. You try it. <laughs> oh. Barely. Barely. <laughs> That's not, that, 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 it's, it's heavy. It's in very there. heavy. It's heavy. Do you want it on so, the floor the whole time or talk to me? No, I think, you can, I think you just hold it the whole time. <laughs> You're going to be really mad at me. Uh, okay, so this right here, Onika with her. Do you her... really want me holding? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to track with you. What's sure. happening? Yeah, I think it's better for you to hold it. I think, it, really? I think it works. I think it works. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, okay, honey. Okay, this is awful. <laughs> How much is in here? I, I'm but probably... I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not in my fitness right now, no. so then honey, I don't know how much is in here, but it's heavy. Honey, you look good. You it's look heavy. good, okay? So, it, no, you can put it down. You can okay, put it down. thank you. <laughs> I don't want to get mean, in trouble. but I love you. That's right. There's probably a good, I don't know, 30-ish pounds-ish, but no, actually, it's only, it's four pounds. No, kidding. No. <laughs> um, in this you got bag, jokes today. This, this first one is a 10-pounder. This bag is nice, um, but on the inside of it are just honestly a bunch of different weights, just a bunch of different weights. It just makes it heavier. It just makes it harder. So you can't always go, this is just a freebie, you can't always go on the outside. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. it looks nice on the outside. This is like really beautiful, caramel, supple leather. It's just soft to the touch. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we go by the outside on who we're going to hire. We go by the outside on who we're going to date. Mm -hmm. We go by the outside when we're praying about what school we're going to go to. Mm -hmm. But what we don't realize is sometimes that thing is carrying a lot of weight that you then inherit yeah. by just by going off the outside. Yeah, it's so, so good. So what we want to do. You want both. You know, you want some. This is free for my single people. Mm -hmm. Just because. You want supple caramel. You want supple caramel. Yes. <laughs> You're supple caramel. Thank you, honey. But don't always but go you by. you can't have this supple caramel. No, you no, take it. Exactly you take right. it. He's <laughs> taken. an option. No, 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 no. No. But, yeah, I'm not nice then. No, no, you're not. I'm like, wait a it's second. It's like before coffee, Onika. Yeah, before yes. coffee. But all that tape, no matter what you're dealing with in life, you can't always go by the outside. Yes, so. Because so, there's some hidden weights. So as we have these, these weights in here, uh, understand this. Every weight might not necessarily be a sin, but it really could be a distraction. 
So we're trying to help us discern and live in some of the tension and the nuances because many of us are carrying things that we should not be carrying, but in our minds we say, well, it's not a sin. And yeah, it might not be a sin, but it's still slowing you down and not allowing you to run the race with perseverance that God has marked out for you. So so we want to just kind of dig into some of this here. So uh, let's look at some of the different weights that we have. One of them we talked about could be media. Oh, definitely. Media is not necessarily a sin, but it really could be a weight that slows you down from being able to fulfill the call of God on your life. Yes, we talked about a little of this last week, but I feel like we can't say it enough because you can be putting pressure or weight on your relationship, on your friendship, on your marriage, on yourself by being immersed in too much media. Because if you're online all the time and that's your guide, that's your gauge, it can mess you up and then you can put pressure on that person that you're in relationship with because you're going off of the wrong picture. And so this can actually weigh you down, slow you down. If, it is, if you're spending hours on Netflix or hours on, online, but you're not spending time making your relationship better, strengthening your coworkers, strengthening your spouse, strengthening your roommate, it's no matter you feel frustrated and overwhelmed. So media can encourage you or it can weigh you down because you have unmet expectations. You get lost in someone else's life and you get lost in the fantasy of that person on life and you start comparing them and then you end up being disappointed and then, then the person's in trouble with you before they even said anything. Do you ever step into something with someone and you're thinking, wait a second, how did that get put on me? And sometimes that can happen when you just get lost in a fake false world and start comparing. I want to add to this too. Uh, Last year was, well, shoot, last year, this year, maybe a couple years ago was incredibly difficult for you. But one of the things we discovered with media is you know... um, Little sound bites, those those little sound bites that are out there. um, I I discovered rather quickly last year that I actually and Onique and I uh, weren't people's pastors. That it was actually uh, people on talk shows that were their pastors. So when I came to bring the truth of the gospel, I was actually competing with somebody they had been listening to on the news or on the radio for so long. And they actually gave more authority to that voice than they did to my voice. So, so yes, media can be great for us to get information about what's going on in the world, but many times we will take those people's voices and we will take those voices and they will usurp other voices that God has put in our life. And no wonder I can't help you become more like Jesus because that person is trying to help you become more Republican a more Democrat, a more Libertarian, a more this, or more that. And I'm trying to help you become more like Jesus. And, and I'm saying Jesus first. I'm like, no, not Jesus first. These other things first. And no wonder, no wonder we're having conflict. I'm all, f- please vote, please be out there. And, you know, we've already talked about how crazy it is in our church because we got folks from all over the place. So I'm, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I'm too this. I'm too that. Just so you all know, I've already heard it all. So, you know, doesn't bother me. We love me. Jesus. We love people. Yes. I mean, come the on. The world is broken. <laughs> We're aware. Yeah. yeah. It's, we, we get it. There's issues going on everywhere. Well, why didn't you? Well, why didn't you? So I, I can go back and forth with all of us. Yeah. Over and over and over and again. I'm just going to throw this out for free because, you know, it's just a free-flowing morning today <laughs> I'm, or evening whenever you're joining us. If someone says to you, I'm leaving because this person said that, 
My first question, this is this is for church people. This is for church people at our house right now. Quick family meeting, quick time out. Family meeting. For Shoreline City, family meeting. If someone says to you, I'm leaving Shoreline City because this person said that, can I just first challenge you to challenge that person to say, have you prayed for that? Have you prayed for that person? Have you prayed for your pastors? Have you put yourself in their shoes leading a diverse church during a very trying season in our world? And have you asked God to give them wisdom? Have you asked for the benefit of the doubt? Have you asked God if that's what you're supposed to do? That was just free. Wow, okay, okay. Free family You meeting. were light, too. You were light on that. You could have gone, you could even have yeah. gone. Yeah, I was like. You could have gone gangster. Don't forget to pray for your leaders. Don't forget to pray. Media. Media, Media. Can, can be a weight. Not necessarily yeah. a sin, just, just a, weight. a weight. And again, Onika was in the news business for, gosh, how many years? years right, right yeah. when, when we got married. So that's where she really cut her teeth, uh, Was did a little bit of reporting, and then uh, did producing and all this stuff. So she's been in that whole space for years and years. And I'm just letting you know, uh, everybody. There's definitely an agenda. There, there is an agenda. People aren't sitting back there going, hey, how do we help everybody become more like Jesus? That, that's not the goal, okay? You might think that's the goal, but, but, it, but it's not the goal. We can still get information. I want to encourage us to do this. I think it's healthy. I think it's good. But understand that some stuff can be a weight. What's another thing that could be a weight? Some mindsets that's that right. can be a weight. We wanted to talk about this first um, mindset. Uh, we, we called it self-talk, right? Yep. The, the, the self-talk thing really matters. Tony, can you read that verse? I think it's on your next page, yes. uh, which is Romans chapter 13, yes. uh, verse number 9. The commandments nine. you shall not... That one? Okay. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So we wanted to talk about mindsets and self-talk for a second because as Onika put it, how can I love you if I don't love me? And, and so many of us, we're talking about weights here, we're talking about weights, not necessarily a sin, but a weight. So many of us have such terrible self-talk. We, when we're looking at ourselves in the mirror, when we go to apply for a job, when we're thinking about going to a happy hour, when we're going to hang out with friends, that our self-talk is so incredibly toxic that it is hindering us from being able to run the race that God has for us. And this is not to put any shame on you at all. All of us are battling some type of insecurity or deficiency that we feel is in our life. But we feel it incredibly important to let you know God is asking you to learn to love your neighbor as you love yourself. So here is God giving you permission to love yourself well. He's given you permission so to care for yourself well. Not in a way that puts you at the center, in a way that puts Jesus at the center. And your life is now understood through the reality of his sacrifice, his death, his burial, his resurrection for you. If it puts you at the center, that's called idolatry but when you put him at the center and you begin to understand your life through his sacrifice for you then you begin to see yourself the way he sees you and you can love properly and serve properly and give properly and encourage properly because you see yourself the way God sees you this is a weight that we see all the time people hating themselves but being called to love the world and it just is a disconnect time and time again I was thinking about 
I just have business leaders on my heart this morning. For those of you that lead a business or starting a business or have had a business for years, and I just have that on my heart this morning that you're trying to get a healthy culture in your environment and in your workplace, and you're wondering why the culture is not, it's toxic or just unhealthy or not the type of toxic you know, not the type of peaceful, life-giving culture and environment that you want. And I just ask as you listen to this, put yourself in the lens of, well, how am I about myself? What's my mindset when I'm driving to the office? What's my mindset when I'm thinking about my team? What's my mindset when I think about my goals? And we can self-sabotage ourselves and our relationships and those we do life with when we have so much negative self-talk that we don't even like ourselves. So then the aroma that we put off, the fragrance for those that work alongside of us are picking up on that. And then it creates a culture that you wake up one day and go, how did I get this culture? And so I just encourage us, no matter what season you're in, whether you're leading a business or you're a stay-at-home mom or you're in school and you're a dorm leader on your floor, that listen to your self-talk and make sure your words are filled with life Make sure your words are filled with Jesus. Make sure your words are filled with hope when you think them over yourselves. And even if you don't believe it, sometimes you have to repeat God's word over and over again until you believe it. And honey, I think that'll be a great point with yeah. your cards that you have up yeah. here right yes, now. Yes, yes. You've been doing this for a long time. Definitely. So years ago, I started reading scripture over myself. So I've been married for over 20 years. I have three babies, and I still have not arrived. I have so much still to learn, so much still to grow. But I have days just like you where I feel like my mind needs to be renewed, where I feel overwhelmed, where I feel discouraged, where I feel frustrated. But what resets me every Every single time is God's word. And I do not take it lightly. I realize that I have to have it in order to survive. So these are my little note cards. Literally, I have them in my nightstand. Sometimes on crazy weeks, I keep them in my purse. And I just read them over myself or over my family or over my situation over and over and over again. And I do it before I scroll. Because I also love Instagram. I love social media. I'm thankful for it. But like I said before, we have to put it in its proper place. And social media does not have more authority and power over my life, over my marriage, over this church, over my kids and the word of God does. So I keep this with me. It's my sword. It's my weapon. It's how I It's how I am able to function, actually. Because I'll just be honest, right after we had our first child, Parker, our oldest, um, something for the new parents is really, if you've never dealt with fear, become a parent and then all of a sudden you become fearful. So that was my story. And so the thing that got me through that very vulnerable time was scripture. And I started with a book of scriptures. It was a book that she would have all, yeah, all the time. all the time. I would just pull it out all the time and read it. I was just renewing my mind. And I'm continuing to renew my mind. And so I just encourage you renew your mind constantly because it helps with the weights that try to just jump back in your bag because sometimes your weights get empty and you feel better in a certain area of your life but then a new weight jumps in so keep renewing your mind this is so so good thank you for that practical yeah. piece honey what we want yeah you can clap for that for sure what we the San Antonio Spurs is our basketball team here in the United States of America, for those who don't, aren't, aren't from the States. And uh, the Spurs, uh, we don't like them in Dallas because we're Dallas Mavericks fans. And, uh, but it's a, great, it's a great organization, and they've won so many championships. And their, their head coach uh, has a quote uh, on the wall that talks about a stone cutter. And this stone cutter uh, hammers this stone uh, 100 times. And it's on the hundredth time that the stone breaks. 
But the stonecutter realizes that it was actually the 99 hits beforehand that actually made that stone break. And what the world tends to do is they tend to just want to look at that one final hit and go, that's what I want. And uh, the coach says, what we want to do is we want to pound the rock here at, in, in San Antonio. We want to keep on hitting that rock over and over and over and over again. The difficulty with that mindset is in our day and age, we are more of a posting generation than we are a process generation. We like to post, but we don't want the process. And, and, and what, in order for you to have anything healthy and strong in your life, you have to be willing to go through the process. I think it's pretty fascinating that when Jesus came into the world, he didn't just come into the world as a grown man. He came in as a baby. He went through the process. As a matter of fact, we only hear about him doing one thing when he's 12 years old. We don't hear about anything until he's about 30 years old. He went through a process. And then it was another three years of him doing ministry. It was a process. If Jesus himself would go through a process and paint that picture for us, why would we think we don't have to go through a process for our relationships to mature, for our mindsets to change, for us to become who God is calling us to be? Keep on pounding that rock. We had a couple of really, really quick handles that we wanted to give to. Let's see if we can do these in just a couple of minutes to help us with our breakup from the weights that are in our lives. Number one we have here is hear and believe the truth. Hear and believe the the truth. We want you to break up with your weights today. We want you to break up with the weights that are trying to hold on to you. We want you to break up with the things that are trying to hinder you from continuing to run your race. How are you going to do that? You got to hear and you got to believe the truth. That's why Onika has these cards with scriptures on it. She's trying to hear and believe the truth. It's not. We don't want you just to hear. You got to add your faith to that saying, yes, I am a child of God. Yes, I have been made new. Yes, my sins are forgiven. Yes, I have have purpose and destiny in Jesus Christ. All of these things are necessary for you and I to develop and grow. The next one here is confess your secrets. Confess your secrets. You want to break up with your weights? You're going to have to confess your secrets. Because we are as sick as our secrets. The thing that you are hiding is the thing that will always come to your mind whenever you're trying to take steps forward in your walk with God or in every, any other area of your life. It's the secrets that will keep on coming up and trying to hit you. This, this uh, next one is don't ring the bell. Uh, honey, I know you, you love talking about that one. Yes, I think so many times we're supposed to push through something and we're ready to quit before we're supposed to quit. And that's why it's so important that you are planted in church. That's why it's so important that you are in community, that you are in connect groups, that you do have mentors, people who have gone before you to help you know, do I need to ring the bell or do I need to keep going? And I just think that that's so important because sometimes we quit too soon. I think about when we first started this church, if we would have just quit because it was hard and it's still hard, but if we would have quit at the beginning, we wouldn't see all of y'all. We wouldn't know all of y'all had we rung the bell just because it was hard. But that's because we had other people in our life that said, you know what, that's normal that you feel this way. I'm gonna pray you through. And so I just encourage you to surround yourself in community. I feel like in this season right now, we're all very vulnerable because we've come out of a really rough season or in a rough season. And so it's so important that before you ring that bell, that you get wisdom, 
that you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you to say, do I need to ring the bell or do I need to keep swimming? Yeah, because we've had some friends in our lives that had to say, you know what? I'm supposed to stop this. Matter of fact, we've got a guy on our board here at Shoreline City was a lead pastor for, for years. Started the church and was going for years and years and years and just felt like um, things weren't going the way that we totally wanted it to. And he had to make a decision to, to ring the bell, to say, hey, I'm going to stop. And now he's flourishing and in amazing and beautiful ways. It's amazing what God has done. But you got to have scripture. you got to have the spirit. And you got to be surrounded by the right people. And if you don't have those, those boundaries in your life, you and I can make a mess of our lives. We are trying to say, friends, let's break up with the weights that are hindering us so that we can run with perseverance the race that Jesus has marked out for us so we can complete and finish the plan and the purpose that he has for our lives. God has so much he wants to do in you, so much he wants to do through you, and so many of us are adding some extra weight to our lives, and it's hindering us from where God is wanting to take us. What is the weight that is coming to your mind right now? What is the thing that you are thinking about? What relationship is it? What job, what mindset what might it habit? be? What habit? Are you thinking about that is holding you? You, it, you know it's in your bag, it's extra weight, and you're supposed to break up with that thing. We're going to believe that God is going to give you the grace and the strength that you need to break that so that you can run the way Jesus has called you to run. Yeah, you can definitely clap for, your, clap for that for sure. I'm going to ask everyone, uh, Antigua, North, um, in this room, just bow your heads for a moment right now if you would not mind. I ask you to bow your heads not because it's like requires that in order to talk to God. God loves you so much and you can have your head up and your eyes open and he can still hear you. But I just wanted you to focus for a second. Because if you're under the sound of my voice right now, whether online or in the room, and, and your heart is just not in God's hands. He's just not first in your life. Maybe even all the things we're talking about today, you're like, this is brand new to me. I, I don't even know all that's going on in my heart, but I sense, I sense something different. I, can, I know right now that God is trying to do something significant and real on the inside of me. And I want, I want to respond. I want to respond to him calling me. I want to respond uh, to, to this grace that I'm sensing. I want to respond to this love that I'm sensing. If that is you, you've never given your heart to Christ. You've never gotten on the path of following Jesus. Or at one point in time, you did, and you slipped away and you've gone another direction and you're saying I don't want to go my own way anymore I want to go his way on the count of three I do want you to do something simple but it is rather bold I literally want you to throw your hand in the air and say yes that's me I want to give my heart and my life to Christ ready one two three just friends in the balcony on the floor yep just lift your hand up right now you're saying yes that's me I want to get on a path I want to begin to follow Jesus now I don't want to go my own way friends online you're saying yes I don't want to go my own way I want to go his way. I want to respond to his grace and his love right now. I'm going to ask everyone to do me a favor. Put your hand over your heart if you would not mind. Put your hand over your heart. And get, would you mind repeating this prayer out loud after me? Say, Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I admit I've made mistakes. And today, I give you my heart. I give you my life. Give me the power to live for you in Jesus' name. 
Amen and amen. Can we lift our heads up here, friends, and clap our hands?